comics, movies, music, video games, technology, Blu-ray, television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. You're listening to the Jersey Shore Podcast. Welcome to Jersey Shore. I'm Jordan from Jersey, joined as usual by Pierce. Hey, Pierce. Hi, guys. And tonight we're going to do the first in what should be a series of episodes uh, coming up. Sporadic series, yeah. Yeah, basically the idea is during the summer it's really easy to come up with content because, hey, there's a new movie coming out all the time. Pacific Rim. We don't see all of them, but when we do, we talk about it here and... Well, what are we going to do in the winter months? We've got some ideas for content, but we want to make sure we're never at a loss for what to talk about. Snowforts? Snowforts. Can we do a Snowforts episode? I'd be interested to see how that would work. Oh, I would make it work. And so I have been, over the last couple of years, you know, watching uh, stuff on Netflix. And the, over the last couple of days, I'd watched a couple of really good movies on Netflix. Um, actually, documentaries. Most of them, but yeah. a couple of movies in general. And I was like, Pierce, I got an idea. We should do a series, um, like, like you're saying, sporadically, not like every week, but just every once in a while, do, here's a movie that's on Netflix. We'll both watch it. Either mm-hmm. I'll suggest it and Pierce will watch it or vice versa. And then we'll talk about it on the show. We'll probably keep the spoilers less so than normal. Because the idea is yeah. we want you to watch this movie. I don't know how I'm going to do that, but all right. I, th- I think you can You did give that. me forewarning. i got to think about how to do this now. We'll, we'll try. We'll see. Or maybe we'll do it in two portions. Maybe we'll okay. have a spoiler section at the end. Um, but basically the idea is... Or, or we, we stop. Tell you right now to go watch that movie. And then you go watch it. And then but but in this back. case, I think we'll try to do the two sections. So the idea being, hey, when a big summer movie is out, there's a good chance you're going to go see it, and then you can listen to our episode. But here, here's a movie that, assuming you have Netflix, which a lot of people do, or some mm-hmm. other service, uh, Amazon Instant or something like that, um, you can check out these movies for free, you know, minus the cost of your subscription, of course, and then you can listen to us talk about them. So the first one we're going to talk about this was week... Was my choice? My his choice, because I came up with the idea, so I said, Pierce, choose the first movie. No, you didn't. I just said Troll Hunter. Well, I, I said, okay, we'll do your decision okay. first. Yeah. And, and so we're going to do Troll Hunter, which is a Norwegian... Uh, yes, I believe so. Uh, ...movie, uh, a found footage style yeah, documentary, documentary, a faux documentary, a mockumentary, if you will. Not really played for laughs, although there is funny stuff in it. Yeah, it's not meant to be taken too seriously. It's about a troll hunter, and I yep. know what you're thinking if you haven't seen the movie, which is, what? Yep. Um, trust us, it's actually a lot of fun. Yeah, it, it, like, it was one night a bunch of us were just like, yeah, let's watch a really bad movie. And we're like, what's this troll hunter? This sounds really bad. Now, this was before I saw it with you, This right? was, yes. Because I had, I had seen it before. I, I've seen it with you, but I've also seen it independently. I, mean, I actually first saw it the night uh, Osama Bin Laden was killed. Interesting. Okay. Which I only know because I was watching the movie, and then, you know, on Netflix on my laptop, and then when I was finished, I brought up Facebook, and it was like, holy cow, this is going on in the news, so I ran out and watched the uh, live news broadcast on it, but that's the only reason I remember the exact okay. day I, I first saw the movie, and then later I watched it with you. Yeah. Yeah, I I fell in love with the movie. Like it was, I was just expecting a you know, B monster movie, but and it was technically that, but it was also more at the same time. Yeah, like the effects are actually pretty decent. That's what I, that's what I was really most impressed with is how 
good-looking the effects were. I mean, granted, it wasn't like, oh, wow, I now think there's real trolls because of how good they look. But, <laughs> you know, it was it was so solidly well done, it wasn't a dude in a costume. It was all solid CGI. And it's not spoilers to say there's trolls in this movie. They're on the poster. It's called Troll Hunter. Yeah, I was about um, to say, it's not like a meta thing. Where it's, like, it's not like that Bigfoot Hunter show on yeah. uh, on. I don't know what networks on TBS or something where, hey, guess what? Spoilers, they're never going to find Bigfoot. And uh, in every episode, they're going to be this far away from finding him. They're never going to find yeah, Bigfoot. Exactly. This is not that in movie form with trolls. They yeah. find trolls pretty this, quick. This is, this is more like Blair Witch of trolls almost. Because there's a, a lot bit. of running through the forest. There's, you know, like, oh, snap, it's behind us. And, it, and it's it? found footage. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So um, I love this movie, though. Oh, it's, it's really funny. It is not my typical style of movie that I would watch. I'm not really one for the monster movies. I mean, I like horror I movies, am. but just like B-monster movies are not my thing. See, I like B-monster movies. I like uh, Godzilla. That's why I shot a Pacific Rim in the beginning. I'm so excited for that. You know, I, I like that style. And so to have that as a documentary-style movie, which is also something I'm in love with, District 9. Um, oh, I like District 9 a lot, yeah. yeah. Anything that's done in a documentary style, I, I'm in love with. And so that's why I, I loved it. I, another reason why I love Troll Hunters so much. So basically, the story is you've got three student filmmakers. Three kids, yep. In, I want to say Norway. I'm, I'm so bad with Norwegian, the Scandinavian yeah, areas of the world. Yeah, something Scandinavian. I mean, it, it was all subtitles. Thankfully, there was no dub. Thankfully. It is, according to Wikipedia, which I have open in front of me here, it is a Norwegian film, and it is, as far as I can tell, set almost entirely in Norway. I believe they actually... Yeah. Cross a border at one point, but it's set in is that the end with the snowy region. area. Maybe? I, I believe yeah, so. Okay, yeah. um, but so basically, they are like I said, three student filmmakers who they've been reading about the this bear poacher. Yeah, there's been a bunch of dead bears found throughout the countryside, and they decide, hey, this could be an interesting documentary. Why don't we try and find out yeah. who's killing these bears? I think it was for a school project too, or something. Yeah, like it was yeah. something along those lines, and so they go to uh, the next site that comes up in the news. They go to it. And they start to see that things don't really quite line up. Like, according to some people, the bear tracks that are around don't look quite real. They look like yeah. they were faked. The bear, one of the bears, I don't remember if it's the first one or maybe the second one, it's not a bear from that area. It's a bear yeah. that shouldn't be, I, I, I want to say it's a Polish bear or something. It was some, but look, let me just say about the bears, like, you see the bears before you see any trolls in this movie. The bears are so fake looking. Like they are clearly the bears fake bears. Are pretty bad. Like, like like they pretty much took a bearskin rug, yeah. threw it around a couple pillows, and and stitched it yeah. up with yarn, and that's their bear. But it, which is interesting because it's like, oh, we spent our entire effects budget on the trolls. But uh, we need fake bears now. I also feel like it kind of works in the structure of the film in that they are real bears, but you're supposed to have that sense of something is off. Yeah. Even before they say anything, so having it be a fake-looking bear kind of works. Yeah, but if you just dive into this movie not really knowing that ahead of time, you're like, oh, this movie's going to be really okay, cheesy. Okay, fair enough. So, but yeah, so I'm just saying, people, when you watch this, don't, yeah, just roll with that. So <laughs> so within the first act of the movie, they, they track down the guy who they who has been leaving these bears around. Yeah. Turns out he's not a bear poacher. He's actually a troll hunter. He Surprise, is a guy yeah. who goes around hunting down trolls in populated areas. Trolls are real. Yeah. and they are Hidden s- by the government. Hidden by the government. They're supposed to stay in certain wooded areas, but occasionally they exit and they eat livestock or they hurt yeah. people. And so this guy's job is to hunt the trolls down, 
kill them or remove them back to a place where they're supposed to be if he can, although I don't think you ever see that in the movie. No, I think he pretty much straight up kills. <laughs> yeah. Kill um, and then he will plant fake evidence of bears and kill a bear there and make it seem like, okay, it was a bear ate the ate the livestock, it was yeah. a bear attacked the people, and okay, mystery solved, and that's basically his whole job. Yeah. And he's pretty much the guy. Like, there's other people involved in this government thing, but he's the guy who, for all of Norway, he goes around killing trolls. And so the rest of the movie is these uh, three filmmaker kids pretty much uh, following this guy around, yeah. learning what he does, and p- plenty of other stuff happens too, but oh, that's yeah. the basic main setup. Um, some really interesting things happened. Yeah. If you know much about troll mythology, which... As a non-Scandinavian, I don't know a ton about, but the movie does a pretty good job of laying it out, and they do a good job of explaining away all the different things in classical troll mythology, be it that they don't like Christians, or that they turn into stone sometimes. Like yeah, they find they a way scientifically to, broke that down. They, they yeah. find a way to do that. I don't know if the, the Christian thing maybe so much. I mean, Not that's more one, just a uh, temperamental that, thing. Of the, yeah. Well, of the, yeah, the whole, I smell, I smell the blood of a Christian. Like, yeah, that one they didn't explain, but the whole, like why they turn to stone in the daytime thing, you know, their bodies can't deal with vitamin D. And so it calcifies it. And so that, you know, they actually kind of took the time to make that scientific and interviewed a scientist or whatever and went through all that. Yeah. The creepies, and I guess we're kind of starting to devolve into the spoiler part. Well, we'll, we'll hold off for the real spoiler. Well, I was going to say the, the creepy part about the, the blood of a Christian one, where he lures the, the... Well, basically, the idea is... Trolls it, live under bridges, of course. Some yeah. trolls live under bridges, some live in caves, some live on mountains, some live in the woods. There's different some types of trolls. Some <laughs> Yeah, some of them are really big, some of them are small. The idea is... They don't, for whatever reason, like this one's not, like I said, not really so much scientifically, but they do not like people who believe in God. Yeah. And I think he says for sure it extends to Christians and Jews. He's not sure if it uh, extends to Muslims. Yeah. The question gets brought up and it's more of a, huh, I don't know how they react to them. But um, basically the idea is if you are a believer, you cannot be involved in this thing because we are hunting them down. If they smell you, they will go after you. Well, I just meant the scene where he lures lures the troll out from under the bridge with the buckets. Oh, Remember what, that? What, I forget what Where was he in... just had buckets of blood, and they were like, where'd you get that? And, and probably from just a blood bank or something, but... But still, like, I was like, oh, that's buckets of blood. But People so, like, blood. they have, like, troll stink, they call it, which yeah. is... Basi- like a horrible reverse bar of soap. Yeah, basically make you smell like a troll, and, yeah. like, if... If there's any chance that you even are, like, agnostic, you've got to, like, rub yourself down in this uh-uh. um, because you can't chance the trolls smelling you. It, it's pretty inventive in how it yeah. deals with a lot of this stuff. Dude has, like, a rigged-up Jeep with, like, UV lights on top of it to calcify them and all Yeah, that. basically because they don't deal well with sunlight. Yeah. Hey, what works really well against vampires, too? Uh, UV lights. So yeah. you've got these big UV spotlights... UV flashlights, basically your weapon against these things, for the most part, yeah. is sunlight you, yeah, or the Yeah, you carry around like little light cannons, and I'm like, oh, that's pretty neat. I like yeah. That. Now, this is not a big-budget movie. Oh, no. Um, in fact, I can look up and see exactly how much it cost. Back to Wikipedia, yay! <laughs> uh, according to Wikipedia, the budget for this movie was 19 million Norwegian kroner, uh, which is 3.5 million US. That's, that's still a solid budget, but... Not for the effects that are in this movie. That okay, is that th- that what they were able to stretch that budget into is amazing. Um, these are not the best special effects I've ever seen, but they are solid. I mean, you you know that the trolls are not real, but they do They're a good not. job of because the trolls are on screen a good portion of this movie. Yeah, it's not like you see the, an the arm first or a leg. Twenty or thirty minutes, not at all. But after yeah, that, it's but fairly it's, it's not like even in some movies where you will have the monsters there, but they will show. 
it walking past the screen really quick or an arm or a leg or its back or something and you only see it for a second. You you see them quite a good amount in the movie. And again, not the best special effects I've ever seen, yeah. but they're solid, especially yeah. for $3.5 million and the amount of time they're on screen. And, and they... They they do a good job of they don't hide them but they do things like uh, there's one there's a scene in the middle view. where it's nighttime and so it's yeah. mostly lit by flashlights and you're more hearing them than seeing them but you still see them a lot and then there's night vision portions yep night um, vision portions there's well the big one you only see his legs like half the time uh, yeah true but. It's not like it's because they're obscuring it. It's more just there's uh, trolls come in varying sizes. Some of them are quite big. And so it's more just to give you the feeling of scale and show you how small these people are. And I was really impressed. I mean, like, it's it's not the only movie like this that has good special effects. I can think of some other examples. We might talk about them later. But... They're, they're they're really believable for this movie, yeah. especially given that it's a documentary style. And I know it's easier now than it used to be, but it's still difficult to do special effects when you've got a handheld camera. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Because you still need those reference points to line everything up to make sure that the the CGI figure isn't jerking around and that it yeah, looks rooted. It, doesn't like, yeah, it needs like to look camera. rooted in the in the environment, and so that's why it used to be with special effects. If there was special effects, it was a... Not a flat shot, but it was a static shot almost entirely. You know, other things might move around, but that camera's staying still because it's got to know that these are the four constant points and that monster's going to walk in between them or whatever it is, you know, monster, dinosaur, anything CG and alien. And now it's pretty amazing. I mean, especially for a handheld movie like this, that they're able to, I mean, especially with that, to have these special effects that look so decent. Yeah. Um, And I don't say decent like a negative, like well-used, well-executed effects. Yeah. You know, it's not Avatar. It's not trying to be. It's not Avatar. Um, thankfully, I like this movie a lot more than Avatar. Oh, please, though. Avatar with trolls would be so great. Well, maybe Avatar 2, you never know. <laughs> I mean, I, I enjoyed the experience of watching Avatar. This is an aside. Oh, yeah. I never need to see it again. I saw it on the big screen in 3D, and that's... The those were the reasons really to see it. Yeah. Those were the reasons to see it, was to see this looks amazing and it's very immersive. Yeah. But to see that ever again in non-3D and not a big screen would, as far as I'm concerned, be pointless. That's, it's, it's, that's it's the only way I saw it. Certainly not for the story, was, yeah. because I could find a much shorter version of Pocahontas. I'd about to say. Or, like the Disney one. You know, yeah. or, or Dancing with Wolves, or any other the number of stories that this is essentially, and I'm not knocking it for that, but it's just... Nah, nah. Every, every story is a story you've seen before in some other way. Yeah. It's just some of them are shorter than others and more interesting. And yes. this was a longer, less interesting and version. blue. <laughs> anyway, back to Troll Hunter. Now we've mentioned, or I mentioned several times, this is this is a documentary style film, and like I said, handheld cameras. Some people they hear that they get immediately turned off. Yes. Oh, and a a lot of people. I'm not. I'm not ripping on anybody. Wrongfully so. You're horrible people. (laughs) I'm not saying that. Um, They do not like. You know, some people get legitimately motion sickness, motion sick from watching that. Other people, they just feel like they can't see what's going on. And it, there are some movies that I've seen with handheld where it it does get legitimately disorienting in a bad way. Not in an immersive, you're disoriented because the characters are disoriented way. But just in a, keep the camera still so I can see anything. This movie is not one of those, I don't think. I, I think, in my opinion, they, they utilize the handheld well. There are some portions, like where you said, they're running through the woods. Yeah. But the way it's employed, A, I guess it's there to show you... You're supposed to be disoriented because so are they. They are running for their lives. They are terrified. It's a very creepy scene. Oh, yeah. um, not a horror movie. There are some but scary they, things. But they, I think it was... Obviously, it wasn't horrifying, but it was a genuinely creepy scene. Particularly that scene. Yeah. That scene for the whole... Out of the whole movie, that scene is the creepiest. And it's... 
fairly creepy when you're running through the woods from yeah. trolls that are only vulnerable to light, and your flashlight dies or gets yeah. broken or lost, and you get separated from your friends, and you may be a little agnostic or, or agnostic yeah. or maybe not or maybe well no. the, that one scene where that did that does come into play like the whole belief thing any tenseness got completely ruined by the fact that they were the farting trolls. <laughs> and they were the trolls. That, well, that scene wasn't as scary. That was a little well, bit yeah. tense. That um, was, but it was less tense when all the trolls were like... <laughs> and you're like, really? Like, these are the farting trolls. Like, this is when you do this scene? But, yeah, so... Anyway. But, so, I think it was well-employed. I think if you're a person... If you're a person who absolutely hates any and all handheld, any and all documentary-style found-footage movies, you can't stand any of them this is not going to be for you. If yeah. you're a person who can get annoyed with them, but does like a handful of them, I think this will fall in that handful you do like. Yeah, oh yeah. Probably. Um, like District 9. Yeah, and District 9 is kind of a mix. It's like half documentary, half not. It kind of fades out halfway through, and then it, it goes back, back and forth. Yeah. It's one of those things where it's more, it's shot in a documentary style. It's not fully presented as a documentary. Yeah. Like The um, Office. I disagree. I'd say the doc. The, you could make a lot more concessions to the office is shot as a documentary, presented as a doc- documentary. This is it, District Nine is shot as a documentary, documentary, but it's not presented as one for the most part. Oh, okay. Um, like there's no in in the office. It is a documentary. They are filming a documentary. Yeah. In District Nine, there are they, some they talking are heads. Filming a documentary. In District 9, you get the feeling that some parts were filmed for a documentary, but clearly others weren't, because there was no camera following the guy around. You know what I mean? Yeah. In some places there are, because if you actually watch the camera, um, it does, all the way through the movie, have that moving aspect of a handicap. Right, but what I'm saying is, like, in the fiction of the movie, it would not make sense for large portions of it to actually have been documentary footage. Yeah. Like when the guy is a uh, fugitive from the law for most of the movie and the camera is following him around. You know, there yeah, are portions that, that's why I'm saying the presentation. This movie is pre- filmed and presented as a documentary, okay. um, as found footage specifically. Yeah. Partially edited, partially not for various reasons that are plot yeah, oriented. The, the, yeah, as, as far as the ending goes, and I'm not going to spoil the ending, but it just kind of doesn't make sense how that whole how the found footage part actually happened. Well, I mean, that's the that's the definition of found footage versus documentary, is it's footage that was found and recut later yeah. by someone else. Yeah. Cloverfield, this, Cloverfield. Um, other things like that, where, you know, and, and people, I mean, we'll, we'll spoil right here the ending of, of Cloverfield. And I, I feel that that's old yeah. enough. I really like Everybody Cloverfield. dies. Everybody dies. And the thing is, I know a lot of people who got really ticked off by that. Which is interesting, because other people didn't like it because they didn't like the characters, and other people were really invested in the characters and yeah. were upset that everybody died. That's just a difference of opinion. Yeah. But, I just don't like it when everybody dies. But you're told in the very beginning of the movie, I think the first frame, this footage was recovered from a camera in the area formerly known yeah. as Central Park. Yeah. That should clue you into the that fact be a hint, yeah. that people don't live through this movie. And I really like Cloverfield a lot. We could do an episode on Cloverfield sometime. Or at least there's a sequence in Cloverfield that I think is one of the most visually interesting things I've ever seen on film. Blood checks? No, although that's pretty cool. It's actually um, it's actually the scene where you first get a good look, and it's not even a good look at Cloverfield, the, the monster in Cloverfield, but it's where they... Clovey the, or whatever they're they called. give it. A, they'll never really name it, which I like, actually. But it's where they run out into the street. Our main characters run out into the street. Yeah. They're seeing gunfire around them, but it's kind of lost in the distance. They come out from an alley and they're going to try to cross the street when all of a sudden 
a tank, I think it's a tank, and a bunch of army guys run up right between, like, one guy gets across the street and the others are, are about to run over, yeah. when all the army guys in the tank get in between them, and the monster's going right over top of them. Yeah. And the camera, you basically just see the underbelly. It's kind of the thing I was talking about before, where you don't really see the monster, and it's kind of like that, but used so well, because the monster in Cloverfield is so big, and that particular sequence, and I, I've said this before, I don't know if I've ever said it on a podcast, but you are there. In that, for that 20, 30 seconds, that sequence, you were there because it is terrifying as things are falling at you and you can, the people are yelling to each other off the, across the street, but it's done so well that you can't hear them. Um, you know, they, they kind of, they use the documentary footage well in that place to just give yeah. you this feeling of either we're going to get stepped on or we're going to get shot or we're going to get run over by a tank or we are all dead in this very moment. Yeah. And granted, it's like a third of the way through the film, so they're not dead in that very moment. Well, yeah. But for that, few seconds it is you see the mouth for a second it is awesome so mm-hmm. that is for me like an example of this you know the found footage oh, the yeah. documentary mm-hmm. thing done super well even with the shaky cam where it just gives you that feeling of I am there even if it wasn't for the whole movie even if it was just for those 30 seconds that connected with me on a personal level on a visceral emotional level or even just a visual visceral like fear tension level yeah. and to get back into Troll Hunter. I don't know that it does that as well at any specific point, but you do kind of really like these characters, and you do get invested in it enough that when those portions come through, the kind of you-are-there moments, they're not maybe as well done as that one particular sequence in Cloverfield, which, again, I like a lot, but they're done... They're not done poorly. They're done well enough that it's, it's a more consistent... It's very consistent in that I like these characters... I like what they're... I don't necessarily like what they're doing, but I, I like how they're reacting. It feels natural. I like the way the camera is being used. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Like, if I could try to think of what the downfall of Troll Hunter would be... Like a major negative for the movie? Yeah, I can't really think of it. It is in Norwegian, so you're going to have to read subtitles. If you don't like subtitles, that will be a little rough. doesn't bother me at all. I know but lots of people it does. There, there is enough sequences, though where it's silent that it doesn't matter. And there's even some English in the movie. Yeah. Is is the little is bit the song that. that they're playing at the end English or no no that no it's not it's not it's not. No, I believe it's a it's a it's a classic church folk yeah, tune. Yeah, it's something like that what a friend would have in Jesus or something but like played, that. Yeah. But played but played Norwegian because the, the trolls don't like that yeah, so exactly. they're playing it to agitate them. Yeah, I, I'm trying to think of any other negatives. The movie does start a little bit slow, a little yeah, bit. It takes a little while to get into it. But then once it once it gets going, it never really stops. I mean, you have you have good dramatic flow of tension, yeah. and then easing off the tension, more tension, easing off, and so there are slower moments. But it never really gets slow. They're yeah, just slow exactly. moments, and that's why I almost and and you know, hear my entire thought here. Troll Hunter is perfect as a movie for what it is. Sure, uh, like I can't think of any downfalls this movie has. Like, obviously, it's it's not Christopher Nolan, it's, you know... No, there, there's nothing in this movie that is going to redefine how you see cinema yeah, exactly, or something, you know? Exactly. Well, it, it might, in as for the genre of monster movies, oh, but... sure, possibly. Yeah, but I think as far as the genre, I don't think... It, it is as good a movie as I think you're going to get, at least even recently. Certainly on that budget, yeah. certainly within... Its scope because it doesn't yeah. have a huge scope. It's bigger than you would expect, I oh, think. Yeah. But it's not a huge. It's not the end of the world. There's no bomb that's going to go off. It's yeah. these three students and this guy, the troll hunter, yeah, and this dude who works for the government, who's yeah. awesome. 
Yeah. He's, he's this older Norwegian actor who's just kind of this gruff, cranky guy who really hates his job. Oh, he really does. He yeah. hates his job. And it's, it's not like, you know, he's not like Van Helsing being like, oh, I'm Swab and Debonair. It's just this dude's like, I got a paycheck. I do this thing. Whatever. I'd really like to retire. Basically. Yeah, I'm done. I want to go home. Like, yeah. Yeah. And so it's a personal, it's a, it's a personable film. Yeah. Personable scope. It's a, uh, a more, it's not, like I said, no end of the world, no, we've got to keep him from getting to the border. Yeah, the government's I'm, not rolling out massive tanks. And, there, yeah. there is a climax to the movie, there yeah. are bigger things that happens, but it's not like, yeah, like you're saying, the government's yeah. not rolling out tanks to the border, and I think for its budget and scope, and what it's trying to do, it really nails everything. Oh yeah, absolutely. There's nothing that falls flat on its face. Another, before we get into the spoiler yeah. section... Um, another movie that used to be on Netflix, I don't know if it still is. If you say Rubber or Old Boy, I'm going to stop you. I'm not going to say Rubber. I have not seen all of Rubber because neither of us could make it all the way through. Nope. Don't watch Rubber unless you have a real big thing for setting it tires with setting it's, towers. It's interesting. If you are in an altered state, I could see making it through that oh, film. My word. It but was I, so I can't uh, endorse that. And I would. I could, certainly won't endorse watching it in an unaltered state unless yep. you like really surrealist humor. If you like surrealist well, humor, this could if, be perfect. If you are king of hipsters, like if you are I, listening I to us combing your mustache. Like, then maybe you will like it. If but. you like really surrealist horror comedy... Is that because I said possibly. surrealist and coming your mustache like Dolly? Cause he was oh, sure, okay. Um, <laughs> I made a smart joke. <laughs> what now, people? Uh, sure, check it out. And it, I, would say, I would say check out Rubber to watch the first 20 minutes to get a sense of... This is a weird movie. Yeah, I, I, I and if can, you like I it, can, keep watching. I can attest because it, it goes a different direction than we expect. So the first twenty minutes, survive that because it does. It has a unique deal. So we we certainly had a good time, and and I don't know about you. I'm not a. I don't really dig the whole so bad it's good movies. It's not my thing normally. Yeah. But we certainly got a good experience out of watching that first 20, 30 minutes of being like, what? Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> That's happening now. Why? You know, why? I don't understand. Why did you do this? And so for 30 minutes, it was very entertaining. After the next that, half an hour like, that we watched or so was like, you just want to turn this off? Yes. Okay. Fine. Well, it was it was so far up its own butt. It was all like, like, oh, we're different and we're special and look how intricate and special and different this movie is. I'm like, I get it. Okay, you're a tire. I, I don't know that I'd say they were that pretentious about it, but... But no, that was not the movie I was going right, to suggest. So yeah, what were you going to say? The movie say? I was going to suggest, again, I don't know if this is still on Netflix. It used to be. It is a also extremely low-budget movie. Thanks, Killer. No. <laughs> Done by one guy, basically. There, there are multiple actors in it, but it's basically one guy who directed this and did all the special effects on his MacBook Pro. Okay. Over the course of, like, five years. It took him forever to do it because he's one guy on a laptop doing the special yeah. effects. Called Monster. You may have heard of it. It's not... I think there's a Halle Berry movie called Monsters, maybe? That's not what this is. Editor's note, I had the title for this movie completely messed up. The movie I'm talking about is Monsters. Monster is actually a movie with Charlize Theron, and Monsters Ball is the Halle Berry movie. So Monsters is the one you should check out. This is a... Yes, of course, the Halle Berry, Berry movie, whose name I can pronounce right now. Basically, the idea of this movie, if I remember correctly, it has been a while since I watched it. I watched it around the same time I saw Trollhunter the first time, is distant future, or not distant future, near future, aliens at some point came to Earth. We beat them, but it took a lot. And there are still aliens around, but they're just more kind of shipwrecked here, and they're big, giant kind of Cthulhu squid things. Cthulhu! Basically, there's a wall... 
between the U.S. and Mexico, like a huge, like fifty foot wall, probably. Oh, this we watched it. This I don't, I couldn't remember. There's a climactic scene and there's at like a, gas a crazy, station. yeah, the, that happens with the gas station. There's like a crazy flag cat lady thing at one point. Oh yeah, that, that's just kind of like a weird. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's 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 a very slow movie. Yeah, it is certainly not for that. everybody. I don't know that I need to see it again. I, I enjoyed watching it once, and I, I have seen it twice because I showed it to you too. Yeah, I enjoyed watching it. It's more of a cerebral thing. It's more. Um, it's more metaphorical. Here's this world. Here's survivors getting through. There, these two guys, this this guy and this girl, trying to get from someplace in South America, I forget where, or to Central America, trying to get back yeah. to the U.S. Through the the infested okay. area, I I do remember this a lot more fondly now because I really appreciated. I remember this because I'm a huge Jurassic Park fan. Mm. Like I I even tolerate the third one just because it had cool dinosaurs. Like I <laughs> love dinosaur movies, and it had a very Jurassic Park feel. Too too many parts certainly. Yeah, in the jungle aspect, the whole it was very reminiscent of the whole T Rex. You know, is it coming here? The footsteps kind of thing. And, and I now remember how much I really appreciated that, and uh, I did really enjoy it. But the pacing, especially towards the end, was very different. It's very slow. It's 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 very metaphorical. It deals with in in very subtle ways a lot of immigration issues. Yeah. It's not hit you over the head with it, but it is there. It's not on the nose. But if you're if you're aware of these things, you will you'll pick up on it. But I bring this up to say, you know, I, I, we just talked about Troll Hunter and how the special yeah. effects are passable. They're solid. The special effects in Monster, of which there's only two or three special effects sequences. Yeah, very short. But they're well, no, the last one's actually really long. It's probably like okay. five ten minutes. It's simple, but it's it's yeah. long. But they're amazing. Yeah. I mean, take away that this guy did it on his laptop. That adds in a level of, mm-hmm. wow, these special effects are amazing. And some of them are very subtle. There's something that happens on a riverboat. Yeah. Which scared the pants off me, um, at least the first time I, I watched it, where it was too, like, yeah. oh my gosh. And there are just, when you finally see the monsters of Monster, which you kind of just more hear about them for most of the movie, but when you finally see them, they're beautiful. They are. Yeah. It's not like there's some horrific creature. There. Well, I mean, you know, I mean, they're 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 Lovecraftian. Well, I honestly would say they're more uh, Wellian in that they look more like. I the, could I could see a mix between those. Yeah, sure. the the tripod creatures from uh, War of the Worlds. But. but they're just they're beautiful. They're beautifully rendered. Yeah, and rainbowy. Like, like I said, yeah, they they have a lot of bioluminescence. Um, bioluminescence to them, yes. And that that last portion, like I said, this is not a quick paced movie. This is a slow methodical movie. That last portion, which is like five or ten minutes where you really see them, it is just one of these moments where you just look at the screen going, wow. And not just from the, wow, that looks beautiful, but also from the, it just, it makes you feel something. And it makes you just think about, like, and I don't mean this in a pretentious way, but it's just, I wasn't looking at it just going, wow, that looks gorgeous, but also just kind of marveling at how the movie led up to it, how it kind of changed my perceptions of the rest of the movie, and the, it happened a bit for the characters, too, which helped. The characters yeah. are also kind of like, even though they're familiar with these things, although I think they make reference to they haven't really seen them too much. Yeah, it was my understanding like they were away or something when some of this happened or... Something like yeah. that, I forget. But it's just, it's wild. So I would say if it's still available, or even if you have to get it some other way, a Blockbuster or, or yeah. render off the iTunes store or from Amazon, it, um, the, the non-Prime version, if you don't mind a slower-paced movie, 
see see Monster Two. Yeah, it's just different. But so that that's I'm realizing we're now the... hijacking this into monster movies in general. Haven't talked about Monster. Well, Clover before we Field, get to the spoilers, yeah. so sure. Um, give give us a suggestion or two before we head into the spoiler section for monster movies. All right. So uh, one when you started talking about Cloverfield and about the uh, tank, my mind instantly went to Super Eight, a movie I did not. Love, I want to revisit. It's also available on Netflix, Netflix is it? which okay. is nice. My, my sisters just watched it the other day, actually. I adored that movie. I like sequences. Okay. I, I, I take it back. I love sequences of the movie. Okay. I didn't buy the whole thing. Yeah, see, I, I did. It, it was, I would say it was a coming-of-age monster movie. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty much mix, I would say, Cloverfield with uh, Stephen King's Stand By Me. Or it's, it's also, it's... E.T. meets... The I hated E.T. Close so let's, encounter, let's so go do with I. Stand By I, I can, yeah, yeah, I hate yeah. E.T. It's a boring movie that I don't like. But it's E.T. mixed with The Goonies, mixed with Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Oh, definitely Goonies. Because yeah. it, it's it's a homage to Spielberg. Oh, yeah. I mean, very clearly. It was very blatant. Especially and not just the in the movie, but they talked about it. Like, yeah, it was very... It was supposed to be, yeah. I will say, what made me think of the tank thing is how abrupt some things are in that movie. In, and, in Monster or in... In, I know in, in Super, in Super 8, 8. but I'm, oh, you're saying in, in Monster Where, or in oh, Cloverfield no. or in, in Oh, okay. In Cloverfield, when you mentioned like the tanks and everything exploding, it just I had that clear image of because it happens a couple times in Super Eight. Spoilers. Absolutely. So close your eyes, skip ahead thirty seconds. Oh, hey, we're kids walking down a hallway talking about how we're gonna boom explosion, and it's like, oh crap! They do a very good job of just very unexpected, yeah, exp- and not things that like, well, that doesn't fit in the movie. No, it fits. It's yeah. just they you're don't in a war zone. That's going to pause between yeah. sentences. They don't set it up as, okay, something's going to happen, it's just conversation, conversation, and this is, I wouldn't even say this is a spoiler, because it happens yeah. multiple times in, in various ways, but just conversation, conversation, boom, something happens and catches you and the and the characters off guard. Yeah, and it's not like it's, it's you know, a couple kids sit in a room just having a friendly chat and something, and an explosion goes off. Like, this is a fast-paced moment, your heart's supposed to be into it, and you're like, oh, we're, you know, West Wing walking down a hallway speed, you know, <laughs> dramatically doing this thing, and then it just adds more on top of it. And so, even though that's one of those ones you definitely don't see the monster at, hardly at all. Um, uh, for a long time. Yeah. At the end, you see him. You see him, yeah. Uh, it's also, it's intermittent with found footage stuff, because, you know, it's a little about bit, yeah. kids making films. Mm-hmm. Um, Very good kid actors, by the way. Oh, like, yeah, they did. When, I, when I say job. I don't really buy this movie as a whole, that's not to say it's terrible. Yeah. I like a lot of things in it. It's just, just kind of like in the same way E.T., like, I don't care about a lot of it. Okay. Um, See, I, yeah, there was nothing in the movie that I didn't... But the kid actors, like, across the board oh, yeah. are really good. Uh, and uh, we should say the, the the premise is these kids are... Making a, a zombie movie mm-hmm. like this is, I believe, seventies when zombie early eighties. When I believe uh, when either Dawn like seventy nine early eighties yeah. when Dawn of the Dead was taking off and the whole you know kind of grotesque scene was kind of there yes. for little kids, mm-hmm. monsters and whatnot. And so it was supposed to be an homage to monster movies in general. Um, and so I'm realizing now how much I love monster movies. <laughs> this is great. But just that and that whole aspect of it was great. And the kids, like you said, were fantastic. I'll just real jump ahead to a couple other quick suggestions. I don't know when this is ever going to be released, but... Um, Pacific- Probably pretty soon. Okay. Sometimes, for, for behind the scenes, sometimes there is quite a long time between when we record an episode and when it goes up, just so we have a lot ready to go, because our schedules don't always match yeah, up. Yeah, exactly. This one I don't think will be too long okay. before it goes up. Uh, well, I can guarantee it'll be out, because it's coming out, you know, as we're recording this this weekend, Pacific Rim. Uh, I have not heard anything, but it's done, be- done by De- Del Toro. And if you've ever seen either the Hellboys, and if you've happened to like the Hellboys, either a Hellboy fan or a Del Toro fan, so obviously you're going to go see Pacific Rim. Or you're just a, a 
giant monster. Yeah, exactly. Like but I thing. would, I would even, you know, it doesn't quite gel with the the theme of the rest. But I would even say Pan's Labyrinth. You could very well say is is a monster movie. Just in that, it's yeah. not the. I mean, human beings are the monsters in that movie. Well, that's very true, <laughs> uh, except for that creepy eye dude. Uh, yeah, I know what you yeah, mean. Yeah, they're yes. the ones at the feast. That one is, it's more the fairy tale route, more along the fairy tale route of Trollhunter, but it would, it, you know, it's a very beautiful film. Uh, obviously Jurassic Park, but everyone's heard of the, about the Jurassic Park. I, I love Jurassic Park. I love yeah. The Lost World, even. I know a lot of people don't. And I've only seen three once or twice, but I enjoyed it. Three? It's certainly nowhere near as good as the other two, in my opinion, but it's... The other two really like had a, almost like a moral aspect to it, like, you know... Yeah, just because you can do something. Yeah, exactly. You and you know, even if it didn't come across as clearly as the books did. Um, oh, I, I love the books. Oh, yeah, I'm a big Crichton fan. Um, Crichton, writing wise, yeah. Rest in peace. He was a brilliant man. But um, it, it, even if that doesn't come across, they still kind of had that to it. Third one was more just a action movie with dinosaurs. Um, yeah. So that last one I'll recommend. It is also a little bit different than your average monster movie, but Pitch Black. Um, the Vin Diesel, the, the first Vin, Chronicles the, the of Riddick. The original Riddick. Actually, yeah, I, I really don't like the Chronicles of Riddick. Like, the the second movie, I yeah. really dislike. I really like Pitch Black, oh, yeah. though. That's actually a very common thing. A lot of people didn't even know Pitch Black existed. Uh, they just knew. Yeah, I they, saw the second one first. They might have seen, yeah, Riddick and been like, oh, this is kind of a lame movie. I kind of like Riddick, but, you know, that's neither here nor there. Definitely try out Pitch Black. Um, it's, if you like Alien, the yeah, original exactly. Alien, yeah. watch this movie. Because it's essentially a different take on that same theme. Yeah. Done really well. Oh yeah, definitely. Also, you you probably won't give that Godzilla with Matthew Broderick another oh, no. shot. Give no, her one more it's... shot. One one. I own it. Give her one more shot. Maybe 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 maybe. You don't, you don't Skip know. watching Godzilla and instead listen to the How Did This Get Made episode about Godzilla, and you will be much more enriched. Or it just is watch, fascinating. George, just watch Aliens because that's the actiony one about aliens. So, but anyway, so um, that's, that's my monster. Yeah, I, I, one thing about Godzilla, the 1998 Matthew Broderick yeah. film, I actually really love the Godzilla design in that movie. Yeah, exactly. I love how the jaw proportions are backwards, yeah. so that the upper jaw is thinner than the lower jaw. Mm-hmm. I think that's cool. It, <laughs> it was definitely more reptilian than the dude in the suit. It's a dumb movie. I kind of like Matthew It's a Broderick, dumb movie so. that has a whole subplot about how the director, who I want to say was Roland Emmerich, but I don't remember off the top of my head. Was in the movie. Well, no, that he really was mad at Siskel and Ebert. Oh, okay. There's a, that's a whole subplot, was that he didn't like the review of his last movie. Yeah, okay. It's it's ugh, terrible. Okay, but so I think that's it for yeah. monster movies in general. Yeah. And so that'll be the end of the non-spoiler portion, because we're going to get into the ending now of Troll Hunter. Yep. Um, so please go see Troll Hunter. And, you know, like I said, it's on Netflix. Just about everybody these days has a Netflix subscription. I'm about to say, if you don't, like, um, if you're in a dorm, go next you door can get, You can does. get a week free of Netflix. You yes, know. and just, just watch what we're telling you to watch. Yeah, or it might be even a month free now. I'm not sure. Either way, this is the spoiler-free portion of being over. So if you're leaving us now, have a good week. Yeah. So now the spoiler portion of Trolls. Spoilers! You want to know what happens to the trolls? They all die. Not really. Well, they don't kill all the trolls because... So basically the idea is, you find out towards the end of the movie, is that basically there's this giant troll. It's a Jotunheim, which you may notice as a similar name to things that show up in in Thor, uh, for obvious reasons. Obviously. Because it's Frost Trolls. Mountain King. But a, a, a Jotunheim is... Huge. It's 200 meters tall, according to Wikipedia, because I was yes. looking at that earlier, and it's massive, and it's basically, it's a, it's a big troll that has rabies. Yes. And so because this troll has rabies, now it's rampaging across, not rampaging, but it's it's just big, so it's, it makes a lot of distance in a short amount of time, across the countryside, basically kicking other smaller trolls yeah. out of their habitats, and that's why they're 
emerging into places they're not really supposed to be. Well, I, I, I'm going to go super, super fantasy, lorry, nerdy here. Trolls are super territorial, and trolls never stop growing either. <laughs> um, and so that's why you'll always have a dominant troll that is larger than all the other trolls. And uh, I sound so geeky. Okay. <laughs> uh, so that's why you always have one troll that's dominant. And I believe Joltenheim uh, translates to Mountain King, which... I is, believe that's correct, yes. Uh, which is the type of troll that it is, and they get to be, yeah, like 200 meters tall. This thing's absolutely gigantic. And they kept it fenced in through a series of electrical towers. That basically they said were power towers, but it, what they find in the nowhere. movie, that basically it's this big loop of, of electrical, like the, the big, I don't know what you call those, but the big yeah. electrical towers that bring lots of power lines across countrysides. They basically had a big circle of yeah. them as an electric fence. And they never really, and the guys at the power facility never noticed that. Because at one point, like, the students are just like, it makes a loop. Where does it go? It doesn't go anywhere. And all the guys at the power station were like, huh, yeah, I guess it doesn't, does it? <laughs> Never really noticed that one before. Yeah. I'm like, you have a map on the wall and you've worked here. How long have you noticed that? It's not that? their job to think about where the power goes. Their just job is to make the power keep going. Yeah, well, I guess. Uh. So basically, yeah, it's a giant electrical fence for mountain kings. And, uh, and yeah, and the, there's, like, the one mountain king and he has rabies, so they have to go kill him. And so they try to, with Christian music. <laughs> and a giant UV cannon. Yeah, yeah. I, I meant to bring up earlier, and I forgot um, during the non-spoiler portion, but I do love that there's so many different types of trolls. And not just yeah. the different types, but visual representations of them. Yeah. Like, you see you see big ones, you see small ones, you see ones with multiple heads. Yeah, and they say, like, the multiple heads is actually a, a sign of age. Like, the older they get, the more heads they it's develop. like rings on a tree type yeah, thing. Yeah, exactly. And they're not even real heads, they just look like heads. They're basically yeah. tumors. I, I love that. I thought that was a yeah. really cool uh, moment. Like, like you, we hinted at before, everybody dies. Yeah. <laughs> um, pretty much. No, I mean, the kids walk off in the sunset, but then it's just But like, then they collapse. The government hid them. They collapse, and then it says at the end, someone found this footage, and yeah. the kids were never heard from again. Yeah. Um, I love Hans. Hans is the troll hunter through the whole movie. Yeah. He doesn't want to be there. He gets the crap kicked out of him. He does. A couple times in the movie. Yeah, he um, does. Under the bridge, or I guess he's next to well, the Well, he was in a tin suit. If there. you've ever seen that movie, I forget what the movie's called, but basically this guy built a suit to protect him from grizzly bears. Yeah, I think I know what you're talking about. Sorry, audience, my fat dog's being loud. Hans basically has one of those for trolls. Yeah. And it works in the sense that it keeps him alive. Yeah. Um, not a whole lot more than that, though. Yeah. He, he gets the, the snot kicked out of him. Yeah, but troll. then the kids step in and, and help out there. And then later, the uh, the troll death RV gets just yeah. mangled. Well, everything... All right. That was that was the snow battle with the, with the Mountain King. Everything, like, that whole sequence where they're in that cabin, I love that. I love the lighting of it. Yeah. The whole feel. You really get that desolate, frozen desert feel. Yeah. And, which it is. I mean, well, I don't know if that area is technically a desert. I don't know the rainfall levels, but it's... It's, it's, yeah. Wide open expanses of just white. And there's yeah. this cabin in the middle. And the light is dim. Like, you feel like you're very close to the Arctic Circle, which yeah. you're closer than you yeah. are in New Jersey. But you just get that feeling of, we are alone. There is no one coming to help us. We either stop this thing or we are dead, either by its hand or we will freeze to death. Yeah. Or the one guy's got rabies, you know. Yeah. The one guy gets bitten by the tr- a troll. He, he has rabies. This is going to go very poorly. Yeah. You get that sense for the entire, I don't know if I'd say the last act, but the last 20 minutes of the movie. Oh, yeah. And I, I like that. I, I just like the way it, 
it plays out. Oh yeah, I absolutely agree. Even so, I don't want to give too much spoilers about. Yeah, I mean we kind of. There's about still it. plenty of other stuff that we haven't yeah. said. Watch, watch. Troll no, Hunter. go experience it. Yeah, as well as all those other monster movies that I remember that I love. So, yeah. All right. So I think that's it for this episode. I'm Jordan from Jersey. I'm Pierce from Jersey. Uh, this is Jersey Shore. Have a good week, everybody. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening to Jersey Shore. You can contact us at jordan at legionofdudes.com. That's J-O-R-D-A-N at legionofdudes.com. Or follow me on Twitter at Jordan F-R-M Jersey.